Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Kaylin <laughs> Patterson of the old Kaylin clan. The old Patterson. In the Midwest, myself. Ready for a real talk in your earways, airways, and in your homes, of course, or wherever you have your listening device. What do you think about that? Yes, we're right there with you. Anyways, this program is sponsored by Faith for Bay Muscle. The number one drug free sponsorship foundation in the world. Mmm, tasty. Like Snickerdoodle Donuts. Yeah. If you are a drug free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on, hold your tongue, woman. And a vehicle to drive your goals like what does? Um. I don't know. I'm a little disturbed with tonight's voice, but like a Mack truck with ice cream, <laughs> through ice cream, <laughs> or with, you know, either or. <laughs> either or. Check us out at payforpaymouthful.com. And now, let us chit-chat with the banter. Hello, Desiree. <laughs> Hello. So, is is what are we doing Australian Mystery Theater tonight, or what? What do we what do we have going on? It was supposed to be like a I was kind of thinking. Yeah, see, it was kind of creepy. I was getting that vibe. Yeah. I, I was totally good. getting that vibe, and what I was really kind of expecting was more like Santa and Ho 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 and Chris Kringle type oh. vibe. Right. Since this is our right. holiday show, <laughs> this is our holiday show. There we go. But and yet we got. I'm going to sneak up in your window and murder you in your sleep. Voice. Oh my! I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think oh, you no. did. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot! So anyway, guys, welcome, welcome to. Happy holidays while murdering your sleep, P for P Real Talk Edition. <laughs> I love it. And um and, and and just so you know, since we are calling this our holiday show, we will not be on the airwaves next Tuesday. That is Christmas Day. Kaylin and I will be with our uh, our local friends and family. We will not be with on the airline airwaves with our P for P family on that day. So just to let yeah. you know, if you if you forget and yeah. dial in for some reason, we will not be there. KP, I said we're getting sad faces. I know, guys, but we got it. We got to take a little break. I already promised my family my full attention throughout the day. We've got some family events in the evening as well. So that's where I will be, and I know Kaylin has a lot of family coming in from out of town. So we will be with you in spirit. You know you're always in our hearts everywhere we go. But uh, next Tuesday, we're just going to have to celebrate, um, be I don't know, vicariously with each other. <laughs> but we will be back on Thursday, no doubt. We've already got the show booked. We're ready to go. And, in fact, even though we're not going to be with you on Tuesday, we're going to be back on Thursday, and then we are having a combined show with our sister P4P podcaster, yes. Melinda Spencer. Yes, yes, and so that's going to be on Friday. So we're having back-to-back shows next week 
Thursday and Friday, her new edition, um, except it's going to be on her dial-in info on Friday, so we're going to do our best to make sure you guys get the info and you can find us there. I like it. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, let's uh, let's that that was my uh, chit chat with the banta. If you have nothing left to add, why don't you set up the show for us? Or could well, you, when you set, say it like set that, up the I show for us tonight? How about that? <laughs> Thank you, you want it? No, do we hang bad. up and oh do we just hang up and call it a night? <laughs> oh, look at her! Oh my goodness! Wow, what's <laughs> I know. Should we or should we just keep going? Good thing we have such a great guest that can liven up the spirit because you obviously (laughs) took it right out of there, didn't you? Ooh, (laughs) my such a sassy mouth. (laughs) You know, someone someone's got a little extra pep in his step. We won't get into that tonight. It might be a future announcement, Uh, but I can totally tell uh, in his whole in his whole demeanor. It is shining through in his whole demeanor. But anyway, carry on. (laughs) Another day. Mm -hmm. Anywho. Anywho. (laughs) Love my PIT. I'm going to tell you. Let me tell you. Let me Mm -hmm. get my belt. Oh, because he just, oh. He's full of, ooh. Y'all, hey, hey, Craig, thank you. Thank you. He ain't being nothing right to you. Hashtag sassy mouth. Yes. Thank you, Craig. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anywho, our guest tonight, wonderful individual, and it's something that I hadn't thought about until it was something said in the gym about how being around positive, energetic individuals can make things a lot better and doable. And this woman has basically personified that because she never took anything for granted. She always works, always works, I don't, I don't want to say past tense, always works her heart out, does her best, and wants to basically improve because she's surrounded by such positive and energetic people. So it's basically a great mm-hmm. circle of energy, and I love what she's doing with it, and I love you know, where she's come from, and I, she's going to be sharing that with us uh, on the show. But I also love how she's basically giving back now already. And, you know, basically her biscuits are cooking, and everybody's <laughs> loving her because of it. And you'll get to learn what I meant by that statement when she comes on. Mika, how you doing? Hello, how are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, please introduce yourself to the, to the listeners, and then we'll get the show started. Yes. My name is Tamika, a.k.a. Mika Tyree. Um, I'm 44 years old, mother of two, two 20 years old, 15, you know. Um, love getting into fitness. You know, I'm upset that I got started so late in life. I wish I got started earlier. But I just really enjoy exercise working out right now. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> awesome. And it really doesn't Mm -hmm. matter at what point in your life you get started. The important thing is that you got started. But I know a lot of people can share that same sentiment because they enjoy so much where they are in life at that moment once they've gotten underway on their journey to better health that they're like, man, if only I could have done this sooner. But, you know, everything happens when it's supposed to happen. 
So I, I you I mean you work out with Kaylin at yes. his gym mm-hmm. and you're around yes. I understand bodybuilders like daily in the gym. So kind of yes. share with us our story about how being in that environment and around those particular individuals has helped shape um, you know, where you are today. How, what's motivated you to start this journey that you're on? Okay, I'm going to start with the latter part of the question because, um, you know, what started me was I've seen the ugly side of being unhealthy. You know, I used to mm-hmm. be 400 pounds. So I wow. see where I couldn't walk in the grocery store, just the grocery shop, without having to stop and take a break on the bench and not put the shopping cart. So I've seen that lifestyle, and I never want to go back to that. So that's part of my motivation, you know. Um, when I was that heavy, I basically had a panic attack because I also had a lot of anxiety going on. I was an emotional eater. And... I thought I was having a heart attack. (laughs) So, you know, I went and did all types of testing. Everything came out fine. You know, the doctors told me nothing's wrong with you. You're just overweight. You need to do something about your weight. So I kept hearing that and turned out I had a surgery because of my weight. You know, I had um, diverticulitis and they had to, you know, basically do two surgeries from that. And, you know, I promised myself when I get up out this hospital bed, I was going to be healthy. I was not going back to this hospital bed anymore. So that was my motivation every day. I've seen that side, so that keeps me moving forward and making improvements within myself. Yes. Now, as far as the, um, being at, oh, my God, being at mm-hmm. by you is like one of the best things I could have given myself as a gift. You know, one of the best decisions I made was going to that gym. I was searching for a gym home, not to take away from any other gyms, you know, but it was just so, (laughs) yeah, it was not, it was impersonable, and, you know, you didn't know really get any type of training. Um, You just kind of flow through. If you don't know what you're doing, you're going to keep not knowing what you're doing, you know, so I had been searching for a home gym, and I wanted something close to my house. And I went by there just driving past a couple of times. I thought it was a CrossFit. So I said, well, Uh, let me go in to see what it looks like. (laughs) So when I went in, I saw all the wonderful equipment that this gym had in the layout, and I was like, I found home. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, two years ago when I went in there, I – knew just a little bit about fitness, but I didn't really know the in-depth of it. You know, it's like the very basic. So, you know, um, Mike Newman took me under his wing, and he showed me, you know, he said, come in Monday, ready to work out. That workout kicked my butt. (laughs) I crawled home, (laughs) crawled up the stairs, you know. And then I said, well, I'm going to go back. I made myself promise. I said, if I can go in at least three times a week, I'm going to give myself that. So I really Mm -hmm. enjoy going in three times a week. So I said, okay, now I'm going to do four days a week. So after I went in four days a week, they gave me a sheet to follow, you know, for beginners. And 
everybody is so friendly there, you know, and it's so motivating. It would be intimidating, but if you're doing something wrong, you know, they'll correct you and they always give you a smile. Everybody come in with their game face, but as soon as you say hi, their smile is so big and warming, you know, and I just felt really at place and at home, and that was the best decision I could have made. Yes. Oh, and I'm enjoying all of this because, you know, I I didn't really understand just how many athletes we had in the Nazi robotics building community until I looked around, and it was yes. been pointed out to me. And that was, you know, Melissa Fisher, you have Marissa Barney, you have Nicole Costello, yes. you have Vicki Yates, you have Mike Newman. Um, I, yes. I can't count myself in that. But, I mean, you just think about all the athletes you have walking in and out that door. And when we have, you know, somebody like Meshack coming down with uh, Ty Ann and then and, um, all the other athletes that come down, uh, Noel Brew, and just seeing, you know, what a natural body can look yes. like and seeing that they bring that energy, I'm sure that that, that helps in, in, in many oh. ways because one thing I continue to hear was that, you know, the only way you can look at like that is on drugs, and then you see people living the life right in front of you. You you know that's that right. myth has been dispelled. So how did that help you? And, that you know, do you see that being something that will keep, keep you going or something you oh, yes. strive to make sure? Oh, yes. It was very motivating. That's what motivated me was seeing, you know, all you guys, you know, taking this serious. It wasn't just, as Mike Newman likes to put it, we don't work out. We don't exercise. You train. You know, you're training your body. You're training different body parts. You know, and you see the uh, inspiration that everybody puts in their workout. You know, it's so um, just enduring, and, you know, they just push themselves. And you're like, I want to do that. You know, I want to be able to push myself as far as it can go, doing proper form and seeing how heavy I can go or, you know, um, how strong I can get, you know. So it was really motivating for me to see all the um, athletes and uh, pro wrestlers and uh, competitors. It was just really, I'm like, oh, my God, look at her body, look at his body. You know, I know I can't get that, but I can get close to what the best is for me, you know, being the best shape that I can be. And, you know, so I always try to come in and push myself to make sure that I'm getting the best out of each workout that I do. Well, and that, I mean, that's totally awesome, but definitely don't sell yourself short that you can't get to, to somewhere else. I know what you're saying, but I just want to make yes. sure that you understand if, they're, if that's the kind of physique that you are after, definitely you can mm-hmm. have it if you want it, if you put your mind to it. So definitely don't sell yourself yes. short on what you're Great. capable of doing. Um, yes, yes. Our correct. next question, or our first question mm-hmm. from our listeners, those are starting to roll in. This one is from Lynn, and she's wanting to know how long were you hospitalized? So you had your panic attack, were you, and maybe I yes. missed this, were you actually in the hospital or you just went through a series of well, tests to try to figure out why you had that feeling? Right. The panic attack, um, basically, it just happened, and they did tests and didn't see anything wrong, but... Um, the hospitalization, um, I was the first time, the first surgery, because I had to have a colostomy bag. So okay. that took eight days to recover, you know. So basically I had to learn how to walk again and sit up and, you know, do everything. And then six months later I had to have the same surgery again to reconnect, 
you know, my intestines. Sorry, I'm not using the proper terms. <laughs> but basically had the bag taken off and reconnected. So I had to have another eight days in the hospital, you know, and get myself back on track. So I basically just started from baby steps. You know, the first thing after, you know, being in the hospital, I said, I'm going to stop drinking soda. So that was the first thing I cut mm-hmm. out. Once I cut out the soda, I realized I wasn't craving as much sugar as I was, you know, so I started cutting down on sugar, you know, so then I started adding more vegetables. So I took very baby steps, and that's why I tell people, people like, well, even if I tell people now, they were like, well, you work out, well, it's taking you. I said, well, everybody has their own way of doing things, and it takes people a little longer to get on their journey, so you can't, you know, base your you know, seeing off of what people are doing, but every day, as long as you're making improvements every day, that's what it's about, you know. Yeah, that's definitely what it's about. Now, I know you said that at one time you were 400 pounds. If I can ask, um, you know, how how much success have you seen thus far? In your weight well, loss journey, I want to call it weight numbers. loss in your health journey. <laughs> yes, um, I'm down a hundred and I'll say over twenty pounds. <laughs> yeah, so. look at that! Yeah, good for you. And that's yeah. over the past two years. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Well, congratulations! So that's amazing. Of, oh, thank you, thank you. I still have about another sixty, seventy pounds, you know, that I want to get off. So that's my goal. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome, but we're going to celebrate what you've already achieved, and Amen we're going to get to that next that next milestone yes. for sure, for sure. Uh, yes, Kayla, yes, this yes. next question is for you. David wants to know if Mika is this happy in the gym. <laughs> well, I, I would have to say, uh, heck yes. Um, <laughs> I, one, one of the things that I've loved about her journey as you know, we we get sick from time to time when when our you know we're basically transforming our bodies because our bodies are basically reacting to the changes we're, we're doing. But she was never miserable, you know, trying to starve herself or or, or do anything to hurt uh, her her body or or her goal. And when you know when she started doing the amazing things she does at the gym, and I'll let her speak on that for herself. But she started gathering attention, and, you know, some of the guys were intimidated, but in a good way, to be motivated to do better. Um, She's really moving some weight, and, you know, she's doing it correctly with good form. And the one thing that really got a lot of people's attention were those deep squats, and and people were kind of like, wow, you know, that's a lot of weight to be doing. I said, no, that's not just a lot of weight. She's doing it correctly because, you know, if if you're – you you see a lot of people, especially with these gym fails, and we we've, we've seen a lot lately. But um, mm-hmm. you, you see where it takes away from. You can brag about it, and people you know like it, or you know say good job, but they don't really believe it because they know that's not what you're doing. You're kind of just moving stuff around, but you're not really lifting the weight. She's doing the lifting. She's basically keeping that smile that she has, and I, I know. There's so many that follow along with her now, especially uh, with the videos, and to know that she's going to be like that tomorrow. So it's not you don't have one person that morning and then somebody totally different that afternoon or, or basically what we used to call them sometimes. You know, sometimes you got a happy person. Sometimes you don't even want to talk to them. 
you, when you see Mika, you're getting Mika that day, you get Mika that mar- tomorrow and, and next week and the next month. You're still going to get a person that's still smiling and happy to be there. And that's, that's really infectious, and it's really changing a lot of women's lives because you had the guys that were looking like that, but now you got someone they can basically identify with, and that's Mika. That's all right. Yes, and I'm so happy well, good to be for you, motivate, Mika. you know, motivate others. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. So listeners, definitely tuning in to what you're saying. We've got some questions here from Lacey and Bethany, and I think they kind of complement each other. So I'm going to ask them together, but we'll start okay. with we'll start with Lacey's question, and then we'll we'll move into Bethany's. But Lacey is asking, were there any long-term side effects from being overweight? And then Bethany is kind of the bookend wanting to know um, how has your health improved since your decision to get better? So kind of the, okay, what, yeah. you know, maybe what were some of the negatives, but then what are the positives you've seen as you've transitioned through this journey? Yes. Um, the one, the negatives were I was, always pre-diabetic. Um, and oh, yeah. I've tried every diet out there. And I didn't just try it for one week, two weeks. I'm talking about six weeks, eight weeks. You know, some I've tried everything. <laughs> you know, so, and no matter what I try, I will always say pre-diabetic, diabetes running both sides of my family, my mom and my dad. You know, my dad died with complications of diabetes. So, you know, mm. and high blood pressure, I was a bit high, but it was never enough to where they wanted to take medications like they wanted to put me on medications for diabetes. And I just couldn't, I'm bad with taking medicine, so I was like, I can't do that. So that was another reason helping me gear up and get my fitness in control, you know. So right now everything is very low. I'm no longer pre-diabetic. My blood Amen. pressure is, you know, sometimes a little under, you know. <laughs> the only thing they say is low when I get my levels done is sodium because I don't, I completely eliminated salt out of my diet. So the doctor said just add a little bit here and there, you know, just to keep that level up. But, you know, my health is pretty good. And he was like, I can't believe it. You know, he was like, you really just really transformed the inside of yourself as well as the outside. So, you know, everybody is happy about that. That is awesome. Now, when you were talking about totally eliminating salt out of your diet, does that mean then that you you make a lot of your meals from whole foods? Because I know when eating processed food, it's almost impossible to yes. take well, a yeah. big chunk of salt out of your diet, unless you look for low-sodium um, products, but even then, those are few and far in between. So, how are you able to accomplish that? Well, I'm, mostly sodium is like, um, well, I try to cook with as much fresh food as possible. So, sure, um, sure. even the seasoning, I try to get, um, like you said, low or um, no sodium. You know, the vegetable, crunched up vegetable seasoning, I try to use that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically it, you know. Um, I try to season my food with mostly onions, peppers, bell peppers, you know. <laughs> so, you know, that's I. But I'm sure it's, you know, sodium getting in there, but it's just I don't add the extra table sodium or seasonings and things like that. So, 
because you're getting it already through other things. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. And mm-hmm. it, you got to make a lot of choices. And, you know, I'm sure that you had a lot, around the holidays like we are now, it's not always an easy option when you're around food that yeah. you grew up on. Because I know it's always tough for me. And I think that was yeah. my biggest battle when I was preparing for my first show is that, you know, how am I going to get through the holidays? Because the one thing yeah. I didn't expect were family members that kind of didn't want me to, to, to succeed. They were used yeah. to the old men didn't want to see that change. So how did you deal with that? Oh, my gosh, I dealt with that. <laughs> I had a lot of that people, you know, they do become angry because you don't eat the way you used to or they'll tell you you're eating wrong and, you know, or, you know, my mother, see, if I don't fix the food the way she fixed it, she say <laughs> it's not of her approval, but, you know, but um, you have people around you that's going to automatically, if you do something different, you know, they're going to be upset. So I learned to deal with people um, on a daily basis whenever something's different, they don't like it. So yeah. you, know, you kind of gear up for that. Um, as far as preparing for the holidays, you know, when I first started out, you know, you, it's hard to go cold turkey. So what I did was I took, like, a, a tablespoon of everything and put it on the plate, and that was mm-hmm. it. You know, whatever didn't hit that plate, I didn't eat it. You know, so if I wanted a piece of pie, I cut it in half, had that first half this time, second half later, and that was it. You know, but when you get in such a mindset sometimes, you know, I mean, if you have it, own it. And then just do better. I tell people the next meal, don't have a cheat day. Have a cheat thing. If you're going to eat a donut, mm-hmm. eat it and you go back to where you're going to eat, you know, so it doesn't turn into a spiral ball. So, but sometimes, yes. you know, I get into, you know, so, I mean, because we're all human. We're never going to say, I'm never going to have another piece of cake. I'm never going to, you know. So you got to just train your way of thought. Donut. You can't let food control you, you know. You have to be in control, so. Cut it in half or yeah, have no a piece, doubt. share it with somebody. <laughs> so, you know, but um, I get it to the part where, and that was another part that can't help, is when I was working out, and this is when I started lifting heavy, I noticed that when I did go off eating, I would come back and I would be weak or I would struggle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I couldn't do this. You know, I'm just hurting myself in the background. So that helped me eliminate a lot of the uh, food choices that I make on a daily basis. Because I don't want to, you know, I want to see improvement each week. That's just me personally. Don't want to mess up so, the game. No missing on the game. And, you know, when you're sharing that story, I'm reminded of um, a conversation we had just earlier this week with our guest, Debbie Portell. She's a a coach, a nutrition coach, and a million other things, but she was telling a story of one of her clients where he had followed his diet to the T for like months, like nine months, and then went on vacation and just totally did himself in. And her point was, you know, if he had maybe just had like one cheap meal and then had his normal cleaner eating throughout the day, he probably would not have had the same health issues he had when he just went crazy every meal of every day for like yep. a week, which is kind of yep. what you're saying. Don't have a cheat day, yep. have a cheat thing, you know, That's do what right. you yep. feel like emotionally you need to do and then get back on track. And I think that there's so mm-hmm. much wisdom in yep. that. And you're just 
confirming what she was saying. So that's awesome. And then the other thing is, you know, when you do start to change your ways and you have people that aren't supportive of you, especially family members, I wonder sometimes if it isn't because, you know, they see what they're doing and they know they just take it as a personal thing like, well, well, my cooking wasn't good enough for her or wasn't healthy. I mean, they just take it personal. Yeah, it's like, I it. you, know, yeah. you can't take it personal. I've, I've learned something new and I'm implementing it, and that's for me. It's not a slight on what you did. I just can't do it that way anymore. So I think exactly. that's part of it. I've never really thought of it like that before, but I, I now that I sit back and think about it, I think that is so true yeah. if they take it just so personally when it never was that. It's about you. It was not about them. And a so. lot of people, you know, they they don't want to, they see that you're making a change, and I guess sometimes they may feel a certain way, you know, about they should, but they just say no, or, okay, I want you to do it because we're all doing it. You know, you just can't, you know, fall yeah. to that type of uh, behavior. You know, they want you to participate, yep. you know, so. Yep. <laughs> You know, yeah, and I used to have someone, you know, I had to get rid of. But, um, you know, when I started my journey, they would bring home a whole cake. So I had to say no to everything. You know, my kids saw that, and they were like, okay, you know, I see mom's serious, you know. So, you know, it, it helps, you know. People are watching, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Yeah, they definitely yes. are, especially your kids. Mm-hmm. All right, yes, all right. Yes. So Shell is asking about the biscuits. Evidently, we owe an explanation, which I don't have. So I guess, Mika, you're going to have to tell us what's up with the biscuits. Uh, the biscuit is another word we use, everybody use for rump. Okay. You know, doing legs and squats definitely do grow your biscuits, you know. And I tell people I went from no biscuits to having a biscuit now. And some of them, you yeah. know, we make a joke about it at the gym that they were like, oh, I just want to bite your biscuit, you know. So that's oh. a little joke we got going around. Yeah. And you say that, and I could. I, and I don't know that Kaylin would ever have said that to you, but I can kind of envision him saying something about biscuits. Oh, my goodness. About, no. <laughs> I don't know about biting the biscuits. It was another gym member. I don't know about <laughs> it's another gym member. All right. Thank All right. you. I don't know, not biting the biscuits. But I can just be like, all right, it's time to put some butter on those biscuits or something. <laughs> Jelly, I don't oh, know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wow. The <laughs> oh, you, it's all good. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I like that, though. Hashtag butter goes biscuits. That's going to be my new gym term. Instead of legs and cakes, it's going to be legs and biscuits. Right. Uh, we got it. Yeah, please in? do. Yes. Jump in. Oh, okay. Mika has just she's been on a roll lately, and you know it's it's really exciting to watch this journey and her improvements. But she's doing it in a way that's sustainable, and I think that's what really started making the transformation for others happen yeah. sooner as well. Is because when she was doing the lifting, that you know you didn't have that. Oh, I can't do this. You know, it's too heavy. She just didn't bring that uh, energy, that negative energy, or that personality to what she was doing. So, you know, every time she was doing it, 
you know, more and more people were watching. And I mean, I, I think we have a video of, of her lifting where everyone was watching and basically yeah. cheering and, and clapping because of what was yeah. going on. And it was really something to see. But we have uh, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday group that comes in when uh, Mika's there. So they're kind of, you know, wondering, you know, what kind of environment they're going to be getting used to. And then they see something like that, and it's like it, it really makes yeah. a difference. Well, the, there were two women that saw this, and they became fans, like, instantly. And so they would follow her around, and one of the ladies was saying, you know, because I was like, what are you looking at? And she goes, I'm looking at her biscuits. Because they are ready to come out that oven. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I shouldn't have asked that question at all. But there it was. And it's been a big thing ever since. And so everybody just kind of tapped into it. And that became the hashtag. There you go. Oh, my gosh. It almost sounds like it needs to be a Fit Body You t shirt. (laughs) Right. Bite the biscuits. (laughs) Bite the biscuits. Butter the biscuits. I don't know, but I like it. Yes. So is there a chance yes. we could see this video on uh, Midwest Muscle? Can, can that be shared, posted for folks that want to see it, or where where does it live? Uh, I think it's on Fit Body You page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get it over there, guys. That's a good idea. All right. Sounds good, guys. So if you would like to see... Uh, Mika's video that's been inspiring folks already in the gym. Kaylin's going to get it posted on the Midwest Muscle Facebook page for it. So just give him a little bit to find that, but I know it'll be out there as soon as he can get to it. Um, Mika, our yeah, next let me do question some is so, from... So guys, I'm not, I'm not ignoring your question. Just let me get to it, okay? <laughs> He's going to get to it, guys. He definitely will. Um, this next question is from Kyle, and he wants to know, Mika, what led you... How did you progress to your 400-plus pounds, and did it take a family intervention um, to change your mind? We know you had a health scare, but in addition to that, was there any family intervention or, you know, what what was it that flipped the switch to make you realize that you just had to do better? Um, like I said, I was always an emotional eater, had a, um, you know, not so good marriage that I had to end. Um, my father had passed away during that time, and I had three other aunts and uncles. We were going to funerals, I think, back-to-back for like a six-month period, you know, and mm. it just took a toll on me, and I, you know, turned to food for comfort. You know, I was never one to really talk to others about my problems, so, you know, I just kind of held things in and would just, you know, eat. And like I said, those things, um, you know, that really motivated me to get started. But what really motivated me was when I first went to, I signed up for the gym, and I went and got on a treadmill for three minutes, and that's all I could do. And I went back to my car and cried. <laughs> oh. I went home, <laughs> came back the next day, got on the elliptical for a minute, cried in the car again, and I said, I just kept going, you know. Three minutes turned into five minutes, five minutes turned into ten minutes, you know, then I went to, okay, now I can, you know, use the machines. And, you know, so I just had to keep, it was just basically pushing myself. I just kept telling myself, this time next month I'm going to be better. This time next week I'm going to be better. And I still tell myself that. You know, I say, this time I'm going to go up a little more. If I, I got three here, three reps, 
Next week I want to see five reps. So that's just the way I do things, yeah. Well, and that's a great way to do things, and I really applaud you because after that first three minutes and you're sitting in the car crying, that's about the time (laughs) where, you know, a lot of people would have just given up. And I think a lot of people have been to that point and did just give up, but you you didn't do that. I mean, and it wasn't overnight, but you just kept at it and at it and at it, and then it got better and better and better. And that's really the beauty of that process. I mean, and that works for every. I mean, you know, whether you're on a weight loss journey like you are or, you know, you take the natural bodybuilders that you were around. We all started somewhere. And if it wasn't that mentality that we have to get better, we're going to get better, you know, we all Mm -hmm. would have quit as well. I mean, because there's a lot of, you know, parallels even in preparing for a competition. There's there's lots of days, yeah. well, I don't know about for everyone, but, but for me, there are lots of days where I'm like, what the heck am I doing this for? You know, but then yeah, you have to remind yeah. yourself mm-hmm. of your why. Yeah, Of your exactly. why. I mean, and even though you've talked about that you just had to do better, I'm sure probably your kids were probably part of that why, of why you wanted to do better. Oh, I mean, yeah. you, you saw the downside of what it was to not be healthy, but a lot of people know the downside of what it is not to be healthy, but that's still not enough to motivate them to change. So there's always that little mm-hmm. something extra that drives you to want that something better. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I just want to take control of my entire life, you know, and that's why I just started eliminating everything that I could possibly eliminate, you know, that I had control over that was causing negativity in my life. So, you know, that's why I take, tell people it's, it was a process, you know. It, it's never overnight, you know. Even now when people see me, they, do, they don't think I lift that heavy, but I tell them it's still a process. You know, I'm like the downloading bar that goes across. I haven't reached finish yet, but I'm at the downloading part, you know. <laughs> so I'm still in progress, <laughs> you know. So that's what, you know, it's, it's a process. you got to, you know, take off. A little bit at a time, you know. Some people can go cold turkey, but a lot of people we can't. You know, we have to yep. take our time, you know, to uh, do everything slow. And I tell a lot of people, they was like, well, how do you do that? And I said, you don't have to just jump off, you know, just take a little bit off, you know, take a little bit here, see where you can improve there. You know, start making improvement. You see those changes, and that motivates you to do better, you know. So you have to a little bit you know, at a time for some people. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. Hey, just real quick, folks, I'm going to turn the floor over to Kaylin, but Mika's video is up on Midwest Muscle, and she does have perfect form, or very darn good form, if not perfect, so I can see why those biscuits are under construction. <laughs> it's looking good there. <laughs> Kaylin? <laughs> yeah. yeah um, there's <laughs> Way to set me up there, this. But anywho, <laughs> we got to go on the best stuff. Yeah. yeah. To see why I love her so much. But, you know, there's a lot of things that, that happen in that gym. And, you know, I got to I gotta give Mike his due, his just due, because he yes. set that foundation. Um, yes. He made it so much close to the church environment. And when I say that, I mean structure, discipline, yes. point, yes. reason, um, everything meant has to mean something. He doesn't want people standing around. 
He doesn't like right. uh, people sitting on their cell phones. There's a whole lot of stuff that happened from day one. And he said, you know, as a personal trainer, this is what a gym should be doing for his people. So he, he yeah. didn't allow gym intimidation. He doesn't allow, um, you know, all kinds of silliness and craziness. People aren't going to be in there risking their, their health or, or anyone else's, you know, with lifting all kinds of crazy. He's had to check people, you know, with how they treat mm-hmm. the machines and the equipment. So, you know, I, I, I got to give him his props because if he didn't set that foundation as a leader, then we sure yeah. wouldn't have followed it as as, as members and, and working. So, you know, I, I got to give him his, his, his credit on that. And I'll let me jump in and, and see yeah. what that kind of environment did for her. And that's, I definitely want to chime in because, I mean, I love that, Jim. And he does such a wonderful job and, you know, motivating you, you know, and he that's his thing from the beginning, his proper form. You know, he always have it corrected. You know, all the trainers walk on the floor, they are correct you, you know. And just walking through the doors, the writing is literally on the wall. You know, you come and you see all literally. the signs of literally, if you want to know if I should increase weight, it's right there. If you're getting 12 to 15 reps easily, increase the weight. You know, so you could just look around. Don't leave the gym until you, you know, know that you've gotten all out your workout. So, you know, don't, you know, leave the gym. Come back in two or three days. Come back, you know, don't let three days go by without working out. I mean, you can literally just look around and get motivated, you know, just by reading the signs. And that was one of the things, actually, too, that helped me kept coming in the gym was seeing the signs, and I would read them as I would work out. You know, and I was like, okay, well, let me do this. Let me increase that. So, you know, when I hired him on as a personal trainer, knew I needed to be pushed further, you know. So that was another, you know, thing I'm so happy to hire. He is a great personal trainer, and I, you know, so happy that I was able to work under his leadership and, you know, learn things. He's just a big wealth of knowledge when it comes to, you know, being fit. And I'm glad I had the opportunity to definitely do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Amen to that. Shout out to Mike Newman. He is the owner yes, of Fit Body yes. U, in case you guys weren't yes. familiar. But we've also seen Mike around the natural bodybuilding community for a long, long time. You will see him as an MC, as a uh, yes. judge, um, you yes. know, doing interviews with athletes. So if you look, He's you will find him. Yeah. Yep. Yep, that too, that too. So and he I also is have uh, to, no stranger um, to fitness. Yes. I was going to say I have to definitely give homage to uh, Kaylin because he definitely pushed me to get my cardio up <laughs> with the cardio kickboxing class because I was one. You know, I was a little intimidated about doing it, you know, scared and, you know, so I asked him the first day. I was like, oh, you teach the kickboxing class? He was like, yeah. He was like, I'm going to see you. And I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about coming. So every time I would see him, he would look like, are you coming? Don't say no reasons why you're not coming. Just let me know you're coming. And, you know, after he kept giving me that look, I said, let me show up and try this class. From oh, that day, yeah, I love the class. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He stayed on me about doing the class, you know, so that definitely I did. I found I really the joy did. for yeah, kickboxing at that moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Awesome. And I, uh, I mean, it looks like you guys have a blast. No, no, I had totally, she's so different now from when she started. I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah, I, I remember it was one day where she said, I promise I'm going to be there. And I said, oh, no, you can't promise me anything. Just show up. That's right. That is so right. I had totally forgotten about that. Because yeah. like, I would ask her, and she'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll be there. As soon as I get something with my daughter, I'll be there. And I think, oh, okay, here we go again. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, I'm glad you remember that. I totally mm-hmm. forgot. Yeah. It's so different that person. It, 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 mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's that. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. And as I was saying, it always looks like everybody's having a blast in that class. So it looks like it's a good yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It definitely works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. We've got our next question here from Jacob. And this one, this one is one of the, it's a good one. So he wants to know what's the difference between being inspired by enhanced people as compared to natural people? That's Um, a good question there, Jacob. It is a good question. Um, The thing with being enhanced, I mean, having surgery, you really don't want to, you know, put your body through that because it is a recovery period, and it's like a um, scar, like a, you know, think of it as a, your skin. It never really heals quite like it should. Yes, you can make it better, but it's still a scar, you know, and if you shouldn't, you know, I mean, I wouldn't want to do anything that I can, you know, just work for if I could, you know, now, it's different from people that um, if you're getting started, like everybody can get started a certain way, but it's always going to go back to you have to live a healthy lifestyle. You just can't get around that. You know, I don't care what you do, what kind of surgeries you have. Eventually you're going to have to basically just live healthy. And that's, you know, or else you're just going to, whatever you do is going to go back. So I've known people to have surgery to get a flat stomach or do this or, you know, butt enhancements, and, you know, it goes back. You know, fat will come back over it, <laughs> you know. So it's just basically best to just start from, you know, just doing it naturally. That's what I think. So. Well, we are definitely all about doing it naturally. And there is that aspect of, you know, enhancing your body in, in, in other means outside of just good old-fashioned nutrition and exercise. And I think, Kaylin, you could probably speak to that aspect of the question. So there are physical enhancements that you can have added to your body, but then there's also the, um, you know, st- supplemental enhancements, we'll call you know, steroids. Mm-hmm. And I guess from your perspective, I mean, what's the difference of being motivated by someone who uses steroids and someone who doesn't? KP? Yeah, for me, I can always go back to that Hulk Hogan moment when, you know, as a kid, just listening to him, you know, because he was so popular and he was such a role model, and he was saying all the right stuff, and then to find out that, you know, no matter how much milk I drank or how many vitamins I took, that I would never look like that, you know, those 24-inch pythons. And, and he's, you know, just bragging about everything. But then when all when the truth came out, 
he ran and hid, and he was ashamed, and he was beating on people and cussing people. And I was watching this role model basically become less than human. And, you know, it, it seemed like the, the, the downward spiral was taking so much energy from me because, you know, if, if, if the, he's the motivation that gets me to the gym to work out, to eat right, and do everything properly and then find out, you know, the rugs have been pulled out from under you, that was a hard thing to deal with as a kid. You know, I, I really I really looked up to him, and I, my, my promise to the next generation is that you, you won't have to have that from my life or, or, or my, my legacy won't be tainted with drug abuse and drug use because I think it's so demoralizing to people that are looking for hope or looking for a way to get through something. So when you when you work around natural athletes, you can see them every day. They don't have the gym bag that you can't unzip. They don't have this closet filled with uh, shame, guilt, and, and, and depression from basically living a double-sided life. Um, and, you know, natural athletes do have our we, – we have issues, but they're human. They're not uh, drug-related. And when you talk to somebody that's basically hiding something, it's hard to open up to them. I mean, if you think about relationships, you know, when, when, when a significant other is hiding something from you, they become different, and they can't share okay. any and everything because there's something they need to hide, and it might slip out in, in a casual conversation. And, you know, I can always reference back to being at LA Fitness and the the guy that wasn't ashamed of his drug abuse, and his son was trying to help him, you know, get his injection. And I said, you know, my God, what, how – how low a state of mentality must you get to where your son oh. feels it's okay to ask you to help you inject drugs into your body? So now how's that kid going to grow up? And, you know, if, if you're talking about the child growing up with that way of thinking, imagine how people that are basically natural, wanting a natural lifestyle and basically have it, saying, you know, I can never look like that because I know this is the drugs that are being taken as compared to a natural athlete as to this is the diet that I'm doing and this is the workouts that I'm using, it's a lot easier for us to connect with a natural life if that's where we're going. Yeah. I mean, some people are going to make that choice, but that's their choice. But some people are tricked into that situation because, you know, this uh, vitamin or this gimmick is going to help you get through to the next level. But like uh, Mika was saying, if it's something you can't do health-wise, then you can't sustain it, or you kill yourself in the process. That's a heck of a choice to really want to make when you have kids, when you have loved ones close to you, and when you have people you want to be around for a long, long time. If you can connect with people that can get you to that, you know, 80, 90-year mark in a healthy fashion, you've enjoyed a lot of years of living. If you get to someone that basically gets you in the enhanced community and basically destroys your body from the outside in, I mean, the inside out, that's a heck of a life choice to do, and you know you're limited in the time you get to have that look. And I think Ray Bankowski said it best, you know, show me a a 60-year-old NPC competitor, and they're few and far between because most of them are dead. And I know that uh, Matt Shepley speaks about this quite often, and he gets you know, they ripped to shreds by the enhanced community because they feel that they're picking on them. And he says, I'm not picking on anyone. I'm showing that there is side effects to your choice other than 
you know, the immediate health uh, issues that have come from it, there's also long-term effects that you need to consider. And if you won't consider it, at least I'm giving that information to the person that can still make a choice. Yes? No, exactly. I mean, in simplest terms for me, and then we're going to get on to the next question, is, you know, any time that I'm motivated by something or someone is because I see them doing something that is reasonable for me to also do. And so it has to be something that aligns with my own, um, you know, morality. What do I consider to be moral? What do I consider to be ethical? What kind of choices would I make for myself? And so that's the difference for me. If I see someone, although they might say all the right things, they might look fantastic, if they're enhanced, I know that I'm not going to make that choice for myself, and therefore that's not motivating to me. It's just more or less yeah. a lot of noise, whereas you give me a natural athlete and I see what they're doing and I know they've put in the work and yet they're still accomplishing it despite obstacles, that to me is motivating yeah. because that's attainable and it aligns with right. me personally. So I guess that's the difference for me, but that's just me. Um, but a lot of good thoughts across our across all of our, our folks here tonight participating in the call. Um, last question, Mika, and then hopefully if we have some time for shout-outs, we will do that. This question is from Lainey. She wants to know, do you have bad days? And if you have bad oh. days, how do you turn those around? Oh, yes. I definitely have bad days. You know, um, Working out can be uh, stress. It's a stress reliever for me. You know, I no longer emotionally eat, so that comes in. I mean, I feel so much better when I'm done with my workout, so that definitely helps. But there are days I wake up where I say, oh, I just don't feel like doing this today, but I got to go do it, you know. So I just push it in the back of my mind and, you know, and do it. I try to make it. Yes, and <laughs> yes, you know, and and the only time that I miss now is if I just cannot get there. So I I made it a habit, you know, and that's why I start going every day. Um, I try to make it every day because I don't even want to think about putting too much thought into the gym. That's part of me. That's that's my time now, you know. So everything kind of gets built around that, unless it's just. I can't help it. You know, if there's a meeting that I have to have, that like today, that I just can't make it, you know, or I can't reschedule around the gym, you know, then that's the only time I miss and I try to reschedule my workouts then. But I usually, I don't like to miss, you know, because then you give, you start thinking about, you know, you don't feel like doing this and that, but I made it a habit to where I don't even want to give much. I just want to go and do it. And I enjoy doing it, you know, now so um part of my daily routine, you know, and I feel better. And once I come out the gym, I feel like I can conquer everything else that I'm going to deal with in life, you know. So now I can take it head on. You know, I feel strong. You know, you feel like a little mighty mouse when you come out the gym. <laughs> 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 you know, I, I was telling another person, I have my Urkel moments when I look at, you know, the videos and pictures of myself. I, you know, I call it Urkel moments. Like, did I do that? You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, little things, you know, just kind of, you know, keeps me going to where, you know, I don't, my bad days, you know, I just 
I, the gym makes it better, you know, seeing the people, the people come in, you know, it's like a family. So, you know, you're happy to be there and, you know, you just kind of deal with the problems once you come out, but that's your time to focus on you, you know. All right. Amen to that. Okay. With all that being said, um, please take the next couple of moments and give shout outs to anyone and everyone who has been with you thus far on this journey you're on. Oh, yes, definitely my Fit Body You family, you know, Mike Newman, Kaylin Patterson, Casey Campbell, uh, Nikki, uh, Brandon, you know, he helped me out a couple of times. And, you know, like I said, the, um, just everybody there, you know, I love coming in, seeing their faces and their smiles and seeing them work out. You know, we have a, a small uh, I call them advanced community, you know, that comes and they just do their thing. And, you know, they are like, if I I want to be like them, you know, I want to be able to be their age and still doing my thing. So, I, you know, everybody at Fit Body U has definitely motivated me to keep doing what I'm doing. All right. Kaylin, last word on tonight. A snickerdoodle donut. <laughs> Well, there you have it, Snickerdoodle. It's Snickerfoodle, but then there's always hashtag chocolate way for the win. So, Mika, thank you so much for joining us tonight and sharing all your inspirational words and allowing us to share your video. And, uh, you know, hopefully this will inspire some more folks to get out there and just get moving. Yes, hopefully, definitely. You know, um, there's people very inspiring for me, so if I can motivate anybody, you know, I'd be happy to do that. Mm-hmm. And right. thank you well, all thank for you having so me. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Have an oh, awesome welcome. night. And then for all of you folks out there, if you are celebrating Christmas, then I wish you, we wish you a very merry and blessed holiday season. If uh, if the Christmas holiday is uh, is not something you do wherever you are, you know what? We're wishing you the biggest blessings ever anyway. Um, so, yeah, Kaylin, you got a ho-ho-ho for us? <laughs> ah, that is awesome. So, on behalf of Chris Kringle, Kaylin, myself, the boys from P4P Muscle, your body is a temple, so build it. What's Nicodemus? <laughs>